Hello and welcome to episode two of season three of Queers at Play. I'm Mark and I am joined as always by our lovely new host Graham. Hello. And Ruben. Hi. How are we all doing this week? Both of our hellos were really creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. Hi. (laughs) I am good. Yeah, I'm good too. Bit tired, but I'm always tired. Well, it's been a fairly quietish week this well, quiet couple of weeks other than a, uh, a small Nintendo Direct, so we'll get to that a bit later. But before that, there was a Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Direct. Now, I have nothing to say about this because uh, my dislike of Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is well known. But what's what is the dislike? I don't think I've discussed this with you. Uh, I just found it was clunky... There were far too many mechanics that were all poorly explained and the voice acting was just so bad. It also looks like absolute ass on handheld. Like, I mean, I'm I can't not, argue with any of those points. I'm not a graphics whore by any means at all, but that game on handheld is just so bad. There's, there's a difference between simple graphical styles or basic graphical styles and graphical styles that become just where it's just impossible to parse what's going on. Yeah. Because there's so much text going on and there's so much UI and the resolution is so low. Uh, that, Monolith you know, there Soft has, There love, has to be a balance. They love UI, don't they? Oh my god. They love, they love really bad UI. <laughs> it's like there's just so much of it. You're like, chill out, man. <laughs> They do like their texts, that's for sure. There's just far um, too much going on. I mean, I can't disagree. Like, I enjoyed Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and I still can't disagree with everything you're saying. Did um, you finish it? No. <laughs> it's, a JRP, it's a JRPG. I, I, all I play is JRPGs. If I was finishing every single one of them, I would have no time for anything else. That's true. Um... But I'm really hoping, Graham, that you watched the Xenoblade 3 Direct, because I didn't. Oh, I did. I, as much as I don't care for 2, I semi-like 1, and I love X. 3, I thought, looks really, really good. I love the look of it. Um, It just looks really apocalyptic. It looks really quite fun, actually. Like, there's loads of things you can do with... What's, there's like six main characters that you can be, which feels like kind of overkill. Um, but there's six main characters and you can transform them into... I'm not going to remember any of the terms that they decided to call all these things. Some nonsense description. <laughs> um, but you can transform them into other things. Um, and it, it all just looks really cool. It still looks super complicated and chances are I'm going to play it for about five hours and realise that it's far too overwhelming and I'm not understanding what the hell's going on. Um, but I think it looks really good. Maybe it's the one to turn things around for me. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Or I mean, maybe you'll just be but... flooded by an overwhelming number of mechanics that they don't explain at all. Yeah, I know. It also comes out the weekend before my birthday, and I will probably buy it, play it for about an hour on the train, because I'm going to London that weekend, and that'll be it. I'm like, yes, I'm done with that now. 
things will get in the way and I'll probably never go back to it. But I'm an idiot and I spend 50 quid on things that I have no real care for but think that I might like. So, Well, sometimes you've just got to try these things out, right? I mean, I empathise with that. I bought Triangle Strategy and I've not even taken it out of the wrapping yet. That's but you accepted like a new game. I know. It's 100% a me game and I purchased it on that exact reasoning. I've not opened it yet. Yet, you like yet being the operative word, though. Oh, yet is the operative word, for sure. Yeah. But it's just, when am I going to find the fucking time? That is life. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Um, I mean, we, we, we said almost nothing about Xenoblade Chronicles 3 itself there, but... <laughs> I'm sure I mean, they'll bombard I... us with tons of information between now and the end of July. Oh, for sure. Um, and I think the, the, the way I felt about it and the reason I didn't watch the Direct is because I already know enough about the game to know I want to get it. I don't really need to know anymore and anything more is just going to spoil things for me. Yeah, so I think that I think a lot of people that really like Xenoblade are like, I don't want to watch any of this because it, a lot of the time they do give away lots of the story and things like that. I don't have a fucking clue what's going on in the story, so it doesn't make a difference to me. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are like, nah, I don't actually need to see anything. But yeah, I think it looks okay. I think the thing that I like about Xenoblade, and it's probably something that you're going to hate, Mark, because you've already said how much you hate the voice acting in it. But I quite like, like there's so few games that have so many different regional accents in them. And Xenoblade does that all the time. Like, how often is it a Welsh person in a game? Really? It never happens. And, like, even from this trailer, there was a few different accents that I'd seen in it. And I was like, wow, like, you never hear these accents in games. I'm pretty sure, I need to watch it again, but I'm pretty sure there's a Geordie in it. Which you never hear Geordies in games. So it's nice that they're actually making something sound at least a little bit different or a little bit realistic, really. I mean, I'm not against, obviously not against regional accents in games. I just, do you know what, just do you know what really, yeah, they were just really irritating. And particularly, I can't remember what, you know, the little, the little round rabbity dog things. Yeah, no, the Nippon, the Nippon or Nippons, something. Oh my God, they had They're the so annoying. Accents. So annoying. And, it, and the, one it's your, like, the one that you have in your party, like from the beginning, especially. It's like they're deliberately annoying. Like, yeah. they are really bad. So that's uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Um, the next thing on our list, uh, we don't <laughs> usually talk about rumours, but this one has particular interest for all three of us, and that is that Jeff Grubb has rumoured that Metroid Prime Remastered could be coming out at the end of the year. This is... How many times... How many How times? many times? How many times? How many times are we going to be let down constantly? And do you know what? I like Jeff Grubb. There's so few leakers out there that, not that he's considered a leaker in any way, but there's so few people out there. I'm just, I'm just bored of all of it. I'm bored of this whole leak culture. But he's one of the few that actually does no shit. So every time he speaks up about this kind of thing, I'm like, actually, do I get my hopes up again? Only for I mean, it is also the twentieth anniversary, which is just shocking in itself. But I know. It, so if it was going to release at the end of this year, it would make sense. Not it that Nintendo ever do anything that makes fucking sense, but you know. I really don't want just a remastered version, though. I want like a ground-up remake. 
Oh, you I mean you don't want a you, you mean you don't want a Metroid Prime trilogy that's released for the span of three months and then removed from the shelves or anything like that? <laughs> Do you know what though? Selfishly, We've... I don't give a shit about that because I'll buy it on day one anyway. If you're not quick to get it, touch <laughs> it. I will get it. So that doesn't affect me. I no, I want a ground up proper proper remake, but I don't know if that's what the rumor suggests. No, I think it sounds. I mean, I think it sounds like it's going to be quite a big remastering, at least for the first one. It sounds like two and three aren't getting the same treatment, but it certainly sounds like the first one. You know, perhaps along the lines of what they did for the first Xenoblade Chronicles game. Mm. That was a sizable remaster. I mean, that would be my guess. Like, cause that I mean that was comparatively a, a Wii game originally, right? So uh-huh. yeah, not massively more powerful than the GameCube. So you know, if they're going to put the same amount of work into it, that's Prime still good. looks so good. Like as I was saying last time, I was playing it on my Steam Deck, and it's still just oh yeah, like great. upscaled to HD, running in an emulator, it still looks. Oh incredible. yeah, it really does. Like I've seen so many videos on YouTube of people properly upscaling it. I've never played any of them myself, but. It just looks stunning. So, like a full remaster will look amazing. So, and I will buy it because I'm an idiot. I have it literally in front of me <laughs> on a handheld, and I will pay fifty quid for it. I'm everything. I'm part of the problem entirely. We're all part of the problem, Graham. It's fine. Yeah, yes. I will. But I'll be buying it day one too. So, same, obviously. But the thing is, though, it's like how long am I holding off? Like I've played maybe about two or three hours off it on my Steam Deck, and I'm like, am I going to play this whole thing or am I going to wait and wait and wait constantly? Do both. <laughs> Why not? I'm not one for... Pl- Even if it's my favourite game in the world, though, I wouldn't play something and then it releases again in a month's time and play it again. That's just not me. So I don't know if I want Fair to enough. spoil it. All I need is the announcement. Well, the annou- if the announcement was it's coming out the end of next year, I wouldn't care as long as I know that it definitely exists. Then I can wait. Well, I mean, if it's coming out at the end of this year, they're going to have to announce it in the next couple of months, I would have thought. You'd hope. We'll see. Moving on, though. Bit of news to excite Ruben. Final Fantasy sixteen, the dog called Torgal, could be a party member. I am all about this news. Uh, unsurprising. Um... Because if there's, if if I have I have a lot of complaints about Seven Remake, as you well know, Mark. But one of my biggest complaints is not letting me play as Red Thirteen. Um, do not fucking edge me like that, Square Enix. I don't appreciate it. Um, so having a dog fucking playable character, yeah, I'm in. I was already in for Final Fantasy Sixteen. It's not as if I'm not going to buy it immediately anyway, but. Dog playable character. Now, yes, you, now you're double in. Yep. Hook me up. Now Kiyoshida. Some uh, some news from our favourite folk over at Activision Blizzard now. So the first bit of news is that Blizzard have brought the developer behind Spellbreak and are shutting it down in order for the team to work on the WoW expansion. No one was surprised this day. It does sound like Spellbreak has not been the most successful of games. 
as a oh, no, as a battle off. as a battle royale game. Apparently, it's been averaging less than a thousand active players, even at its most busy time. That's that's not a lot. Still better than Babylon's Fall. That is true. Yes. Is that still? Thing, is that still limping along? I think there is still. I I don't know whether the one player that was playing it is still playing it, but that is it. unfortunate. What a fucking disaster! And we predicted that as well. The Babylon's yep. Fall was going to be a mess. Have, have they not yep. made it like a free to play title yet? No, but that's got to be on the cards, right? I, can, I I can see it either coming to Game Pass or being included with PlayStation Plus just to get more people into it. I don't know. They need to do something. They need to do something. But like, when I saw this, when I saw this announcement about uh, Spellbreak, my first thought was like, this came out like yesterday. It was. Actually, it's actually been out. It's yeah. been out two years. Yeah. <laughs> it was like 2019. And I think like, it went. I think it went into early access in 2018. Yeah, yeah, it was in early access for a bit as well. So, like, this game's been around for a lot longer than I thought it was. It's just it felt like it only came out like very, very recently. And it made almost no impact because, to be honest, until uh, until I read that news article, I'd completely forgotten it existed or knew anything about it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the moment I heard the name, I was like, that sounds familiar. Um, but, like, the problem is, though, like, there's so many things in the Battle Royale kind of sphere now, and they've all just got to realise they aren't Fortnite. No. No, you're not going to get another Fortnite easily. No. And even, and even like, carving out enough of an audience to make it sustainable is not easy no because people only have so much time and there are and and there's only a limited number of people interested in playing a battle royale game precisely uh i mean like and and, and this is a problem with live service in general as well It's, it's exactly the same issue people just don't have there's only so many people that are interested in those sorts of games and then those people only have so much time I mean, I play Fortnite and Final Fantasy fourteen, and those two things alone are way too much of my time. Yeah. So, I I wouldn't I I don't. Whenever I hear live service, I'm not interested because I don't have time for a third live service game. For now, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, until you know, until you either get bored of Fortnite or. It turns out Epic do something really awful. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, to be fair, I do really enjoy Fortnite, so it it would probably take Fortnite doing something terrible for me to go, nah, I'm out. Um, because I I move with my morals first, so. Um, but yeah, I was never going to play Spellbreak, so it's it's sad to see the same go- the game go, but also I'm not surprised. And the second bit of news surrounding Activision Blizzard uh, is that they announced Overwatch 1 is becoming Overwatch 2, with Overwatch 2 being a free-to-play game. I'm like, sure, okay, fine. Does anybody really care? I know Overwatch was big for a while, but I feel like nobody really gives a shit about it anymore. Like, particularly, maybe, well, maybe they did if there wasn't a new one coming, but if, I don't really hear much chat about Overwatch 2. Or anybody being that excited? 
I definitely still has quite a large following, I think. But, you oh, know, does it? It, it does depend on what, you know, circles you move in, I think, because, you know, of everything that Blizzard Activision have done. Uh, I think that's definitely put a huge dent in it, for sure. Obligatory Activision Blizzard, Blizzard are scumbags. Yes. Mention. Um, we see you, Activism Blizzard. We see you not doing fucking anything to change the horrendous shit you do. So, yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, same as same as Graham. Apart from the, the the couple of people I know that stream the game, I don't know anyone who's excited about Overwatch Two. So. It but, also never seemed like it was significantly different enough to warrant running both yeah. side by side anyway. Like, mm. you don't... It makes sense for it to just to basically become 2.0 of Overwatch. It may as well... Overwatch just might as well have seasons, like Fortnite or something like that. It's well, I would imagine it probably, it probably will now, just because it's becoming a free-to-play live service game. You know, it's having more of a focus on that. Yeah, it probably just doesn't need the two there. It's just Overwatch is an overarching yeah. thing that they just keep going. Probably, if they can stick to it. Yeah, we'll see. I won't play it, so. No, but the, uh, the, the big bit of news uh, for this episode was the Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase. That's a mouthful and a half. I, I, love, how, um, I love how Nintendo can announce a, a Direct Mini and it's 25 minutes. <laughs> like, that's bigger and, than most and, others' presentations as a whole. And contained at, like, 25 games as well. <laughs> yeah. It but was it, packed. It's, it was packed. And I still... I know people were a bit down on it being a partner direct because there was all these rumours again about an actual direct coming. But I still will watch these ones anyway, even if there's not a lot that interests me because the direct format is still so slick. And nobody has yet caught up to how well these are made. Like, even if you're not interested in a game, it's it's there and it's gone within 30 seconds to a minute. And then they've moved on to something else. Like, they're actually just really there's, enjoyable to watch. There's always mm. something coming soon. Like, they don't, they very rarely hang around on a game for too long. Exactly. And it was good that they kicked out Xenoblade to the week before because they very well could have spent a shitload of time on Xenoblade even though it was a partner direct in the end, but those ones that normally fill a lot of time. Yeah, I agree. And also, I didn't actually think about the point you just made about the the, the others besides Nintendo, because when you when you mentioned that, I actually thought about it, and I was like, the state of plays tend to have a lot of dead space. Oh, they're just Not so the badly... Yeah, they're just so badly paced. Like, mm. Just nobody's caught up to this, and Nintendo's been doing this for so long now that you would think that others have, would have got better by now, but not. So let's get to the actual games then. Um, so they kicked off with Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, the uh, the latest DLC for this game that just is just keeps on going. <laughs> And the, there's even more coming as well. Like yeah, they've announced this, a, whole, yeah. a whole bunch of, of new DLC coming throughout the shop. And then stuff into 2023 as well. Yeah, actually, going back to Xenoblade, they did that with Xenoblade too. There's like DLC coming December 2023. 
So, like, Xenoblade and Monster Hunter is just going to last for ages, it seems. I really like Monster Hunter Rise. You're interested in Monster Hunter Rise myself, <laughs> but. Well, I really enjoyed Monster Hunter Rise. I, I think I maybe played about 40, 50 hours with a bunch of mates, and I really had a good time with it. I, I very much doubt I'd go back to it because it was ages ago that I played it now, and I've probably forgotten most of it. Um, but the Sunbreak looks massive. Like, it looks like it's just expanding upon tons of things. It looks like a good extra package. Um, and I think the reviews came out today and they're all really glowing as well. So I think anybody that loves Monster Hunter Rise is going to have a great time. I really wish I liked Monster Hunter. Well, you can't I've like tr- everything, Ruben. I, true. But I've tried. I've really tried. And I just yeah. do not enjoy that style of game at all. Yeah, it, it's really difficult to get into. And as much as I like this one, I don't, oh, I don't see my, Yeah, as much as I enjoyed this one, I don't ever see me playing another one as well, because it, it is just that punishing in terms of like learning it. A very steep curve, from what I've heard. Yep. Again, I, I did try the demo of one of them. I can't remember which one, and I thought, no, no, this Not is for me. Um, anyway, the long, long rumoured Near Automata release on Switch is finally announced in the direct. It's about which... time. This this it's feels like a big thirty. Yeah, it feels like one of these big games that you would have thought would have come to Switch by now. So it makes sense that it's finally here. If maybe I don't play feel I need to buy it again. I've already played it. I've already completed it four times to get all of the, well, not all of the endings, but all of the story-based endings, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um, so I don't need it again, but definitely it's great for anybody that hasn't played it yet, because it is a truly great game. I know it's uh, it's high up there in Ruben's list of favourites. Yeah, top five, easy. Top three, probably. Of all time? Um, yeah, all time. Wow. So are you going to um, buy it again? Yeah. yeah. I just, don't yeah. need it. I don't need it, but I'm gonna. Now, is that just for the handheld aspect, um, though? Because why else would you have it on something else? Because then I can play near Automata Portable. Exactly, yeah. Um, That's literally... That's one of the reasons, the fact there's a fucking reversible why am i so i'm so suckered in my reversible sleeves <laughs> on games the moment there's a reversible sleeve i'm like you know what i don't want to but i probably should um plus the dlc i've never played the dlc for near automata um so it'd be a good opportunity a good opportunity for me to do that um plus it's near automata <laughs> like it's it's easily 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 in my in my favorite games of all time and the fact it's coming to switch i've just kind of got to mhm i mean i think we're all guilty of buying our favorite games at least more than once across yeah. different platforms we're all stupid with money when it comes to games yeah that is true um 
a few other little random games that were announced. Uh, Lorelei and the Laser Eyes, which is <laughs> a very weird looking black and white One point you can't even find screenshots of. adventure <laughs> that you can't even find screenshots of if you Google the title. Um, that's, a, that's an interesting little indie game. I think it would it's probably something I would play. I yeah, depending on the price point. <laughs> yeah. I have nothing to say about it. It's, I have no idea what it is. It seemed like a bunch of random like styles of games sort of mashed together. I assume there's some kind of connecting storyline. Um, <laughs> but the trailer didn't give a huge amount away, to be fair. Uh, Super Bomberman R2. I can't stand Bomberman. Really? I, I, I mean, certainly I haven't played any modern Bomberman, but I used to quite enjoy playing Bomberman on the SNES. It's I fun am with, so fun with friends. bad. I don't know why there hasn't it's... yet been a Bomberman 99. Oh, fuck that. I think that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh. I, I, I mean, I'm not arsed about Bomberman at all, but I played the first Bomberman R. I th- like when the Switch came out, there was only like three games that came out, and yeah, that was one lack of, the of choice, titles, wasn't it? Yeah, lack of choice. I played it, and it was pretty poor, to be honest. But then it eventually, did it eventually become free to play or something like that? I don't know if it became free. Or did they release a separate free to play version? Because they also like they th- added a whole load of stuff to the first. Super yeah, Bomberman they R, did. I think. Yeah, um, but I, I never played it again. The controls were really bad. And from what I remember, it's fun um, as a mul- or the, the see. I can only go back to the SNES games. The SNES games were fun as multiplayer games. You would never yeah. really play like I would never play the single player games because it, it it's definitely designed as a multiplayer game first. Yeah, not something I'll be picking up. But no, probably not me either. Uh, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. That looked like a lot of games. It, was, it yeah. is a lot of games. It was like ten games um, or something, or more than that. You know, you would think I would like and be excited about these because they are turn-based RPGs, but I'm just not fast. Not interested in Mega Man. No, I mean, I uh, Mega Man is. I've played Mega Man games. They infuriate me to no end, but I have played them. Um, yeah, I'm just not. I'm just not fussed by this. There, but there are people that are legitimately jizzing their pants. Over yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Because oh, oh, weren't they? Aren't they all Game Boy Advance games? Yeah. That was a lot. That was a lot of Game Boy. That's ten Game Boy Advance games. Really? The best Mega Man Battle yeah. Network series. They really pumped them out. Yeah. I really think Mega Man needs like a modern day revision. A proper modern Mega Man game, because everybody just loves all the old school that... games. But I'd like to see what they did with that. Well, they did. They did do. Man. They did do a sequel not that long ago, didn't they? I what mean, it was that? still very much in a two D side scrolling style, but they did do one not that long ago, didn't they? Oh, Mega Man Ten. Yeah, that was a that was yeah. a few years back now. I would still classify it as fairly modern, though. Like it was on. I want to say. I think it's last generation. No, yeah, not like... last generation. Generation before that. Wow. Really? PS3? That long ago? PS3, Xbox. 
Was it really that long? No, no, I think you were right. It was a PS4. Because Mega Man 9 was the PS3. Ah, there you go. So it's not been... Like, it's been a while, but... Um, oh. I mean, there's always um, Mighty Number no. 9. <laughs> yeah. That if you want to hate yourself. What a fucking mess that game is. One of the few the games of I've just game. put down. My favourite thing about that game is when they announced the demo as an apology for all the delays and then the demo got delayed. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant and then the game was shit the game was truly shit never mind never mind another blast from the past Pac-Man World Repack I I, re- I, I, I have no literally no opinion on this no I, I, th- I swear I played Pac-Man World back in the day on the PS2 was it PS1? I think it's PS2. I swear I played that game and I swear I didn't like it. So obviously I have misgivings about them remastering it. I mean um, sure I mean sure there must be there must be uh some demand for this, right? Otherwise why would they have done it? <laughs> Not a clue. Uh fair. But yeah. I don't I I I literally, apart from remembering playing Pac-Man World when I was younger, I I have no thoughts. They've just thrown a dart onto a board of various different games and be like, right, let's remaster that. What will we remaster? Yep. Uh, A couple of more exciting games. So first up, Blank. Yeah. I'm so so looking. I don't even care what style of game it is. It doesn't. So good. It reminds you know me what? of um, Never Alone, but in 3D. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever played Never Alone. Never Alone was a great game. Was that the one with the wolf? Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah, that was a pretty game. Um, yeah, loved loved Never Alone. Um, so yeah, I, I I don't even care what type, type of game this is I'll be playing. I mean, any game where you get to play as a wolf pup is going to be right up your street. Yeah. Yeah, like... well, any game I can play as an animal, basically. Stray comes out soon. So. Yeah. Um, it's just dead sweet, aren't they? I hope they don't kill the deer in the end, though. Actually, part of me I hope they don't die at all. Because there's that, there's that game where you're playing... Uh, there was a demo released recently uh, where you're playing as a mother fox with little fox cubs, and you have to keep the fox cubs alive. And although I want to play that game, because it does sound like my sort of game, if the if the fox pups die, I'll be devastated. So it's probably not a wise idea. I think they're no. going to do, like in Shadow of the Colossus, where you think that the horse has died, I think they're going to do a little thing like that with the deer. Just for like an, a gut punch towards the end, the deer dies, but then the deer doesn't die. I mean, die. you couldn't even sacrifice children in that Fuga game, and children are fucking annoying. Oh yeah, I could not <laughs> sacrifice children in Fuga. Oh my god, the the... the... I, I distinctly remember how upset I was because the game forces you to do it to teach you how the mechanic works and then kind of undoes it for a weird time loop thing. But I was fucking... I I did not like that decision at all, sacrificing <laughs> one of those children. I hated it. Uh, um, and 
Return to Monkey Island is a console launch exclusive for the Switch, which I did not see coming, but no. I'm not mad about it because I fucking love Monkey Island games. I think we I saw know. the game coming, didn't we? Just not the exclusivity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm so excited for this. I cannot wait to return to Monkey Island. Just the music from the from the trailer gave me little goosebumps of playing Monkey Island games as a kid. Admittedly, in like infuriated at some of the puzzles, but still loved it. See, yeah, I've never, I, I don't get on with point and clicks. Um, so I'm very excited for you because I, when the moment I saw that, I was like, Mark is gonna fucking love yeah. this. Um, but not my sort of game. Literally, the only point and click I've actually genuinely got on with was Sam and Max. Oh, I fucking love Sam and Max. <laughs> Yeah, and that's because Sam, that I love Sam and Max's characters. They are oh, they such are fucking brilliant characters. Do you know the really irritating thing though is that's like the like, that's like the only classic Lucas Arts point and click that doesn't seem to have had a decent remaster. Like both of the uh, uh, both of the first Monkey Island games got a remaster. Full Throttle got one. Dare the Tentacle got one, but Sam and Max has never got one, and I'm so annoyed. What the fuck, LucasArts? Get on it. So is this Get that mon- remastered. Is, is this Monkey Island a remake, or is this a brand new? It's a brand new sequel. It's set directly after the second one, so it's basically ignoring uh, ignoring everything that happened in the third game, the fourth game, and the various uh, episodic titles. Um, and seemingly ignoring the ending of the second Monkey Island game as well. No, I think I'm sure Ron Gilbert said when it was first announced that you do start in the spoilers in the theme theme park that Guybrush is trapped in. Okay, that's good. Um, also, I'd like to point out uh, just just to throw out there, Ron Gilbert has, and I think I can speak for all of us, has the support of this podcast. Oh, they yeah. shouldn't be receiving so much fucking abuse online. Seriously, why is everyone being such dicks? I don't understand. You're, you're, because gamers are fucking awful. You're all they? grown fucking adults. Leave the man alone, you pricks. Yeah. Monkey Island is his baby. He gets to choose the art style. Is it the art Just style they're going on about? Is that what the problem is? That is the thing that they don't like. Yeah, they've decided that. For fuck's sake. That's, that's, yeah. It's fucking stupid. Can you imagine being? I don't re- really remember the days of the internet when, like, the Wind Waker got announced and stuff like that. But I could only imagine what Twitter must have been like had that been a thing right then. I I do I do remember uh, the do outcry you? of Wind Waker being announced. Oh my god! But you just need to have faith. Babies. Like, just have faith that it's actually going to work. Like, I think I think Monkey Island looks lovely. I'm not a big Monkey Island fan, but it looks lovely. So just fucking. Don't be dicks. But yeah, I can't wait. And uh, I'm looking forward to an actual release date. So I know when I'll be able to play it. Not for me, but very happy for you. The next game that was shown, Marrow Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Just quickly inserting Ubisoft of Scumbags. I'm not bothered about this game. You know how much I hated the first one. I, I, I detested. Do know how much you hated the first one. I really enjoyed the first one. I, mean, I love the first, the first one. one. First one came out before all of the Ubisoft shit. Um, I yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I love like 
taking the Ubisoft being shit side of it. I I love like the passion of um David Davide Saliani. Like he just seems to love the fact that he's allowed to create a Mario <laughs> game. And it's just quite sweet to watch how excited he is about making it. And I think it looks really good. I mean I mean I think so many people in the gaming industry would love to be able to make a Mario game. Exactly, yeah. Also, and it's baffling unless, that managed... unless you're working for Nintendo, the chances are so unbelievably <laughs> oh, totally. slim. I know. Like, when was the last time? Where? Yeah. It's yeah, kind of crazy that it's made Mario a game. A third-party Mario game. Like, I can't yeah. even think of one. Be the Philips CDI, wouldn't it? Uh, Mario is missing. Was that a, that was a third-party thing, right? <laughs> Mario teaches typing, if anybody remembers those classics from the 90s. But that's still a long time ago. That is a long time ago. Yes. Yeah. No, I think this even the, really uh, good. Even I've like seen the... it. Sorry, I was Sorry say, even the Mario sports games, although they're developed externally, are published by Nintendo. Yeah, I assume, I assume Nintendo are publishing Mario Rabbids as well. Like I assume no, they'll be holding on. Are they not publishing it? Either? No, it's it's a Ubisoft game. Okay. Yeah. Because it was in. So, so Ubisoft held a Ubisoft presents. Or that's why Mario. Whatever it is. That's why Mario Rabbids is always heavily discounted because it's Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah, because Nintendo won't dare discount a Mario game. Yeah. No, that's right. Uh, there was another video the next day because they said in this direct as well, tune in tomorrow for more information. And they showed like 10 minutes or whatever of gameplay. Um, I think it looks really good. I love the first game. I love the style of it. I don't know how they've managed to actually make us care for rabbits, but the rabbits are they've somehow kind of succeeded. fun in this game. Yeah. Um, right. There's quite a lot of other games on this list. So is there anything anybody else would like to focus on? There's some of these that I still, even though I've read them a few times, don't know what they are. <laughs> uh, I've got a couple. Uh, Sonic Sonic Frontiers. The more I see of it, the more I like it. Yeah, I, I like the little looks at some of the sort of classic looking zones. There was definitely a brief glimpse of uh, green classic Green Hill Zone in there. Yeah. Um... And I, I, I was, I was right to not be scared of that first trailer because, mm-hmm. yeah, it looks better it's, each time I see it. It's Disney Dreamlight Valley. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you, you had something on Frontiers. Oh, Graham, just saying, it's looking marginally better. I think it's getting there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 not got a solid release date yet, and that's that's the thing that. That's the thing that Sonic fans keep forgetting. It doesn't have a solid release date yet, so stop but, fucking I mean, they, panicking. They have definitely said it's this year, though. Or at least yeah. yeah, they've said winter. Winter they, 2022. So it's got no more than six months. I'd guess. So, six that's months a long, a long time. time. A lot can change in six months. Um, Disney Dreamlight Valley, we all knew this was coming. Yeah, this is right up your street. I have put so many fucking hours into Disney Magical World two on both 3ds and switch because i bought it again like a fucking idiot um and you know it just looks like the same just with more characters i'm 100 percent in just mm-hmm. plonk me in a disney world full of disney and pixar characters 
leave me to it i'll be fine and it's free to play as well so what the why the fuck wouldn't i um i don't remember if there's a date on that though i don't remember seeing i mean yeah i don't remember seeing one but um and then for me it's the um the collection of games to waste my life on uh live alive dragon quest treasures harvestella and the persona games all jrpgs so i am officially fucked forevermore and i've only just realized it's live alive and not live a live which i've been saying the entire time they said its name in the trailer they did <laughs> yeah, say no. its name in the trailer yeah is that is that like when marge says run like the wind because she's only ever seen it down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's exactly what it's like i think this game looks great though and also from what i hear it's only about like 15 16 hours long it's not like one of these mm. massive massive games it looks really interesting yeah yeah it's um uh it's firstly firstly it's 2d hd or hd 2d whichever way around that that square enix have done that so it looks gorgeous um because you, you you can't argue with the fact that octopath traveler and uh triangle strategy oh, yeah. both look gorgeous oh, and live lives in the same same style um and it's just set in i think seven is it seven different time zones seven. where you play as different characters with stories it's not even different time zones and different characters the gameplay of each of those seven is entirely different it's like a, yeah. essentially seven different games which is risky because you could have seven of them and a couple of them are really bad and that probably brings down the whole experience so it's, is there is there like an to do that is there like an overarching thing that links those stories together or are they literally seven basically seven separate like small games <laughs> you would like to believe so but like i mean octopath was similar in that sense and it didn't really link the characters much in yeah their it stories. didn't really link at all octopath no. but no i don't yeah. know maybe yeah, it does true. but but it is an interesting game i don't I, I can't recall seeing a game like that that changes its gameplay style that many times. So I'm really intrigued about it. Um, Dragon Quest Treasures, which, you know, I, I will buy pretty much any Dragon Quest game. Because I just really like Dragon Quest. It's such an old school fucking game. It's, it's, it's a classic JRPG in every sense of the word, just prettier. It's right up your street. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say uh, controversial, but... Go. I, I hate the music in Dragon Quest. Okay, no, I agree. Oh, right, okay. I thought that was going it's to be It's got one get, song. Get out. One. <laughs> it just really grates on me. I do not like the Dragon Quest theme. I've never liked it. Okay. It's, it, it feels like... It feels so far up its own ass that theme. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I have no idea. I've never heard it. Well, I probably have, but I you can't. have definitely heard the Dragon Quest theme. I probably have, but I cannot like remember it. Um, but Treasures looks okay. And Harvestella. Um, Harvestella. One, it's Square Enix. They basically have my wallet at this point, so they might as well keep it. They're just um, some bangers right now, aren't they? And it's a farm sim, a very pretty farm sim. Because if there's one thing that's kind of put me off like Stardew Valley and games like that, I'm just like, I, it's, 
it's too pixelated for me and that's coming from someone who's been gaming for a very long time but like when i watch people play stardew valley i'm like i don't know how you can distinct anything um it's just leaning a little bit too far into the retro yeah yeah whereas harvestella is very fucking anime so it's anime square enix farm sim it's almost rpg slash rpg it's made for me let's keep it for this already yeah, I might as well have done. Yeah. Um, other Persona games are always yeah. going to be. Which was not really a surprise, given that they just got announced for Xbox as well and PlayStation. Yeah. We kind of knew it was going to happen because Nintendo love to do this, don't they? It's like, we're not going to tell anybody else this game's coming in their presentation. We want to tell you. Yeah, they always like to hold on to those kinds of announcements for their own directs, even if the other console owners are announcing them earlier. Yep. It might be a chance to finally to... play Persona 5. Finally, maybe. Yeah, I mean I might I might give Persona 5 Royal a go, but only when it comes to Game Pass, because I don't really want to have to pay for it yeah. in case I don't pick it. Mark, see for definitely me, do. I think you should give it a try. I th- I think the thing that'll oh. make me give it a try is it being on handheld. Fair enough. There's because there's something about just to go on a soapbox for a second there's something about persona 5 it's a classic jrpg mechanically in almost every fucking way but something about its execution and its aesthetic makes it feel like it's not a jrpg yeah and i you know i might well enjoy it so i'm definitely going to give it a go uh on game pass um, I don't have anything to say about it, but I did just want to mention the title of one of the games that was shown that none of us could even remember being shown, which is Captain Velvet Meteor the Jump Plus Dimensions. <laughs> what a great name for a game. I still even know, don't know what this is. No fucking Not clue. Don't remember clue. it at all. It's, yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> whatever it is. But yeah, I whatever this game is, it I instantly forgot it. Yeah. Um, and the only other one I want to mention is Portal Companion Collection because I fucking love Portal. I don't really plan on buying it on the Switch because I've already got them both and played them both mm. like three times at least on the PC. But if you've ever played Portal, they're such fucking good puzzle games. Give it a look. Yeah, it seems to be they're a really, really good pleasing. version of it as well. And they're genuinely funny. Like genuinely, GLaDOS is hilarious. Yeah. It's really cheap yeah. as well. I think it's only about £13 or something. It's a great price. Yeah, that's a really good price. I mean, yeah, admittedly, that like both of them have been out for like 10 years. So yeah. it's, no, it's no real surprise that they do run quite well on the Switch. Um, although, interestingly, I did see an article that um, for some reason, a lot of the... Somebody's like looked at the data in the Portal companion collection on the Switch, and it includes an awful lot of Half-Life 2 assets. A lot more... Although... It, Although, you know, Portal is built on the Half-Life 2 engine, there's apparently there's a lot more assets in there for Half-Life 2 uh, mm. than you would think there should be. Uh, so I don't know if maybe maybe there'll be some Half-Life 2 coming to Switch down the line. That would be pretty cool. Another great game that deserves to be on Switch. And also, just, just to throw out there, if you're interested in the Portal Companion Collection, it came out immediately. It is out right now. So, Go have a yeah. look. Yeah. So the, 
I unless anybody else has anything they want to say about the Nintendo Direct. No. I think sure. we're gonna move on to Game Pass Gamble. So Graham, Graham, yeah, Graham, you I has... were our first victim, victim, yeah. I, yeah, I don't, yeah, we'll go, I, we'll go with victim. I don't feel like a victim now that I've played the game that Ruben cho- chose for me. So uh, just remind everybody what game it was that Ruben chose. Robin? So this was Robin. <laughs> Robin chose. I don't know who that is. Um, Ruben chose Flynn, son of Crimson, which I had never heard of, and I had to Google it when he told me about it. Um, it's this really lovely little two D platformer, uh, vaguely, vaguely Metroidvania-ish. Um, you sometimes have to go back to other areas and things, but predominantly it's a two D platformer, and I'm having a really nice time with it. Um, it's really fun. It is quite simple. Uh, like a lot of the mm-hmm. enemies are quite basic, um, but it's really nice. Uh, I like the the worlds in it. The worlds are really nice. Um, I like the little story. It's just quite a cute little game, really. I'm hoping it builds more in terms of what you can do because it it is fairly basic. Um, and there's one annoying thing that I found. And Ruben, you've played it as well, haven't you? So. Uh-huh. I don't know whether or not you'll agree with this point, but there's a particular area that you have to go back to a few times. And in order to get back to that area, you've got to go through what is essentially the Lost Woods in Ocarina of Time. And you've got to go through it every single time. And it drives me mental. It's like, that imagine going through like the Lost Woods. That would Woods. get really irritating. Yeah. Imagine every time you went back to Kakariko Village, you had to go through the Lost Woods. It's like that. And that's annoying me. But other than that, I would say maybe I'm about four or so hours in. I think it's a decent six or so hour game. But I'm really liking it. It's a nice little game. Nice. So you, you were kind of eased into this with a good choice. With a good choice. I think so. I'm really glad because um, that was one of the games I discovered on Game Pass that I really enjoyed. So, Did you just randomly play it and see a game you hadn't heard of and just decide to play it? No, I think what it was is it was mentioned on another on a podcast I listened to. Oh, right. Um, and they gave a really brief description description of it on the podcast. And when I listened to it, the description, I was like, "This kind of sounds like my thing." I completely then forgot about it until I was mm. scrolling through Game Pass. I was like, "Isn't this the game that was mentioned on that podcast I listened to?" And yeah, just downloaded it and played it. And it was one of those games that I became unilaterally. Of- obsessed with which doesn't happen very often the last the other games in that kind of list is like boyfriend dungeon uh no yeah boyfriend dungeon yeah boyfriend dungeon yeah boy- i mean that is a game um which i became just obsessed with and only played that one game um which i also did with flynn summer crimson um but yeah i i really really enjoyed the game it had yeah. frustrations i agree with the backtracking thing there was some really shitty backtracking in that game but Other like overall, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, just a nice little easy game to play. Both, I guess, both in difficulty, but it's just 
I don't know, it's just a straightforward, simple, nice little game. Awesome. So, we've decided this week that Ruben is going to be the victim of Game Pass Gamble. <laughs> so, are you going to pick my game or are you going to pick Graham's game? I'm going to go with Graham's first. <laughs> I did a little snort there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> my game that I've chosen for you is Telling Lies. Have you heard of it? I have heard of Telling Lies. So Telling Lies is, I think, the same people that made her story. Her story was great. Um, Telling Lies is a similar kind of thing. It's all um, actual live action videos that you have to watch and you find out the story through watching all these videos. And I'm really, really interested to see what you think. Okay. Do I gamble? So the question is, yes, do you stick with Graham's choice or do you gamble? Because if I gamble, I have to play whatever Mark's picked. Uh... Oh. Alright, so... <sighs> hate being in this position. Um... <laughs> I now I now instantly feel like so much empathy for Graham last time. <laughs> um, fuck! I'm gonna gamble. Fuck! You're it. gonna gamble. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Well, you might regret that choice. I don't know. Uh, so the <laughs> yes, game Mark. that I have picked for you to play, Ruben, is Prey. Fuck. Fuck! I should have known you'd do something like this, you shit! Okay. I know what Prey is. Oh, good God. Okay. And the reason I picked this is actually because you played System Shock 2 for uh, for our charity stream, and you really mm. enjoyed it. And I think if yeah. you really enjoyed that, actually, you're going to really enjoy Prey. Okay. Okay. I'm not convinced. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've never regretted a decision more. Oh my god, I should have just stuck with Graham's choice. Damn it. What, what's making you terrified of playing Prey? Everything can be a monster, Graham. Everything. Well, yes. I don't like horror. <laughs> That's true. But you're such a Resident Evil fan. I don't get it. That's not horror. I've got a gun. You've got a gun in, in Prey. Yeah, I know, but zombies are a little bit easier to spot. <laughs> Do you know okay. what? To be honest, you very quickly get over that because it's it's not really that scary. And you're usually okay. alerted. Like, you usually have a good idea that there's a monster there. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see what you think anyway, because 
I really enjoyed Prey. I thought it was great. I should have known. I should. Have known. <laughs> I should have. I should have seen this coming. Also, I'm sorry, but I'm not. Not really. No, I know you're not. <laughs> so, uh, I guess tune in in two weeks' time for uh, Ruben's thoughts on Prey. Hate you. No, you don't. Besides, uh, in two weeks' time, you get to maybe pick something just as bad for me. Oh, don't. I, I really hope they add fucking Dark Souls to the <laughs> game party the thing, in the next But the thing is, weeks. you see, in two weeks' time, you might go, actually, I really enjoyed that. Isn't that what this is all about? It's a strong might. But yes, this has been episode two of season three of Quiz at Play. And join us in two weeks' time. Bye. Thanks, everyone. See you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.